0: Hi, everyone, and welcome to Strive's How You Lead Matters podcast. Today's episode is a little different from our normal flow, and we have some really exciting announcements for you all. So let's get right into it. Today, I'm sitting down with three-year Sports Challenge alumni, Jared Smith. Jared is a Class of 2021 graduate from Penn State who participated in Strive's Keystone program, Sports Challenge Leadership Academy, as a basketball player. Sports Challenge is at the root of Strive, and is now one of many programs we offer throughout the year. The Residential Summer Sports Leadership Academy, founded by Kevin Morgan and co-founders Jeremy Edwards and Kevin Small, is a unique opportunity for student-athletes to embrace their leadership qualities on and off the court and field. Well, we are here with Jared Smith, a three-year Sports Challenge alum, and I'm so stoked to have you on this episode. We've got a lot of fun announcements to make, so I can't wait to talk to you.
1: Yes, yes, yes. It's good to be here. It's good to uh, you know represent Strive in a great manner, and uh, you know talk to somebody from Strive. You know, it's been so long, especially with the pandemic and everything. Usually, the alumni would just come back every year or in you know for the uh, one day event that they hold and I've missed that yeah last couple of years and that's been that's been something that's you know weighed on a lot of people and through the pandemic and being able to just support people actively and go places is one of the things that people love and miss
0: Yeah, 100% sports challenge has such a profound impact on all the people that are there. Speaking from someone who has only been at it externally, like I've only visited the program, um, the way people describe it, the way people talk about their experiences and memories, I can tell that it's just such a profound experience for people. Um, Can you tell us a little bit more since you are the expert, you are the three-year alum. Can you tell us more about like what sports challenge is and why it's so important to you?
1: So I guess for anybody who's ever been a returner to sports challenge, and then three times, you get a feeling because you know the path that you take to get there if you're driving, if you're flying. Um, Of course, I live right outside Philly. And um, so going to St. Andrews, at least the campus where they've been holding it since I was there, um, it's kind of just like that bubbly feeling, like get to see, you, you know what to expect. And then I remember the last time, The last time that I was an actual uh, camper there, uh, going through the first winding roads to St. Andrews, I told my mom and dad, I was like, I just got this feeling of like being home. And I'm pretty sure a lot of people can attest to that same feeling as a returner, just being like, yo, the energy that's already radiating off of you. Because, you know, these nine days or however long it was, I can't remember at this point. Uh, you were going to bust your butt you're going to give it everything you have and that just made it a much more special moment because you were going hard and you were trying to improve yourself and I think that was definitely one of the one moment I can at least attest to of being energetic
0: yeah, not
1: even yeah. not even there yet not even in necessarily uh, in shoes cleats or in sports attire, just, you know, didn't get my room assignment.
0: Yay. Just driving,
1: driving up, you know, I was just ready to go.
0: So it sounds like for you, sports challenge is kind of type two fun. Like in the moment, it's hard. It's not easy work, but oh, yes. it's so powerful because of the people and the energy around you. Do you have any like favorite sports challenge memories that capture the people and the energy of sports
1: challenge? And if y'all can see my face right now. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> No, I can say definitely one of my best moments came from my last year there as well, Um, just because I had a lot more people that I, that I um, ushered into the program with me through my school, through my community, and that was really nice to see because they were getting the same experience that I received, and so that was really cool but I guess the one defining moment is when we won the SC game, like red squad.
0: All right, red squad.
1: <laughs> That was my squad three years running. And I feel like one, that's amazing in itself. Like I was on the same squad for three years in a row, but I mean, wow. red's in my name, Jared. So like how could you put me on any other squad than red? <laughs> but it's, I mean, yeah, it is what it is.
0: There's a lot of, uh, Pride that comes into that, just based on hear- stories I hear from everybody else. Like I ask other sports challenge alumni a similar question, and the answer a lot of times has to do with like winning something or like horribly losing something. And I I appreciate that about our sports challenge family. You won the the red shirt is definitely a huge moment of pride too.
1: Oh, you know I I guess you already unlocked the secret. I never won a red shirt. My whole
0: oh no. <laughs>
1: I didn't win a red shirt. I didn't win vitamins. I know if anybody's listening right now, they'll be like, man, this guy was whack. Why do we have him? No, I literally busted my chops, but it's okay. You know, and I think, I guess getting on a more serious note, I think that is a lesson sports challenge also taught me that it's not about recognition. Like I know, I know what I did and and I'm not saying the coaches didn't know, because um, I have I have a letter that that the final letter that I received from Coach Botang, and the most detailed and precise things were said in that letter. And I was reading it yesterday. And honestly, I, w- I got emotional reading it, one, because of all the memories that came back and because he cared and not just him, Coach Grail, Coach Permont, and all the other coaches that you could see the care and the attention to detail they took with, I can honestly say not just myself, because I have my freshman letter too. So, or my first year letter, I should say. So for my first year letter, and then also them looking at me again like that in the same light and how I improved in my three years Then my final letter, just seeing the, the love. And that's literally what the word is, just the love that he took into that, into that letter showed me that they saw what I was doing yes I didn't win a red shirt or a green shirt but at the end of the day that doesn't matter because it's about the team aspect it's about what I could bring out of it and what I gave to people during the program and of course that'll be my one blemish during sports challenge but, but- I
0: love how you're painting it. it's not a blemish like yeah like it's great to have those rewards but that's the true spirit of sports challenge is that growth is on and off the field. And that growth is with reward and without reward. And that's why I love strive so much. That's why I love sports challenge so much is because the programs are able to put a sense of pride in everything that you do, regardless of reward, regardless of honor. Like there's just, there's an intrinsic value for people in it. It seems like you felt like you belonged and you were included there. Spot
1: on. I couldn't say it any better myself. It's just like, you know, yeah, it sucks, but Hey, that's not what sports, sports challenges teaches you. It's different. It's not about the rewards necessarily.
0: Yeah. So I think talking about it is one thing and All of our sports challenge alums say the same thing of that. They felt home. They felt like they belonged at sports challenge. Why do you think sports challenge is so successful in doing that compared to other programs or compared to other situations that you've been in? Mm -hmm, mm
1: -hmm. So I could definitely say it's because of the the thing I just mentioned. You see the coaches, the coaches. It's not like they they aren't in it. They're waking up early, maybe even earlier to set things up. Yeah. They have to, they go to training a week or two before to make sure they're ready for when the uh, students arrive. So I think the coaches, honestly, they might even have a tougher time than the students.
0: Yeah,
1: Just mentally, they have to prepare to like bring the energy from sunup to sundown and past that. And so coaches is one aspect. Um, the grounds that they have is, are beautiful and they just set the scene. That, that's another thing that a lot of camps don't have. And then the fact that you're staying over the night and you are literally building like a little family, a family, not even just within the contents of your sport or the realm of your sport, but within the realm of everybody who's there. And then I, I remember Coach Perma always mentioned that because he was a teacher at St. Andrews so he would always mention you know this isn't just sports challenge this is St Andrews as well and then from that con- context it's Delaware's um it's a it's a school in Delaware and to understand that families also live in the dorms with you right yeah. now it, over the summer so we have to respect the space and that space and literally that's what it is that space it's not a it's not a school it's a space that space is it's very um, tranquil, it's very um, forgiving, it's very uh, nurturing. And I think that those are the best words to really describe it.
0: Yeah, I love hearing sports challenge alum describe the relationship as well between sports. I think that's something that makes sports challenge really unique is that we have students from all different sports coming. Now we just got done talking about how it's not about pride and it's not about ego. Is there a little bit of competition between like basketball and all the different sports? You're a basketball alum. Tell me about that.
1: For sure. For sure. For sure. At the end of the day, we're all competitors. Like that's what we like. It's about wins and losses. Yeah. But then again, sports challenge teaches you, yeah, there's a little bit more that comes with, you know, just a W and L at the end of the day. Yeah. But still we're there because we want to win and you know, I can, the, one of the moments that's just striking me in my head is after vitamins, everybody's sitting down on the bleachers, and it's just like, okay, who's going to get called to go eat breakfast first? Because that was one of the biggest things. Like, <laughs> we want to get out, we want to get the breakfast first, we want to get the hot stuff, and for some reason, I feel like, you know, boys basketball was always, uh, uh, we were always slighted a little bit, yeah. <laughs> but it's okay, it's okay, you know, we had, we were humbled, you know, sometimes, <laughs> We would just uh, we let everybody else go. And yeah,
0: I can't I can't confirm nor deny that I don't know, so I won't go into it too much. But yeah, I think just you've also talked a little bit about vitamins for the people that are not sports challenged. Can you define what vitamins are? I have recently learned this term as well. So what is what is vitamins?
1: Oh, vitamins vitamins is basically where they wake us up at the crack of dawn. Not yeah. the I shouldn't say that. <laughs> yeah. but uh, we wake up we take a trek down to the gym, to St. Andrew's gym and uh, the indoor gym. And we work out. We work out um, calisthenics and doing a lot of other uh, footwork. And it's hard. It's tough. It's different things. Uh, Sometimes it's yoga. Sometimes it's ladder drills. Sometimes it's sled. Sometimes it's uh, jump rope. Sometimes it's uh going on a line with coach grail and just you know doing other footwork stuff going back and forth yeah. you know
0: yeah.
1: lightning the queen feet and stuff like that
0: yeah that sounds like all the things that i'm really happy i've left behind in my uh sports life is that i don't do ladders anymore and i love it <laughs> so hearing you describe that if vitamins is for you that's great um i'm not getting up at the crack of dawn anymore and doing ladders i just don't want to <laughs> but yeah. um What did you take away from Sports Challenge off of the court?
1: Off the court, I would say you will make friends in the most unlikely places, doing the most unlikely things. I still have friends that I keep in contact with on a daily from Sports Challenge. Um, And then I have friends that I know if I hit them up, oh, and if I'm in their area, oh, it's going down. We're like... Well, if they were a soccer player we're gonna find a find a field if we're gonna find a pitch, we're gonna do something. uh I know it's just gonna be a great time, and it's like it's like that friend that you might have had from kindergarten that you know you might not have seen or you might not have kept in contact, but you know as soon as you remind them of who you are, they'll be like, yes, like let's go like let's let's get it popping or something like that and and those relationships matter, and I think those in developing those relationships at Sports Challenge was the ultimate purpose. Honestly, I don't even want to say it's about sports. Yeah. I think it's, I think it's just about the relationships, the relationship aspect in general that Sports Challenge does a phenomenal job building.
0: Yeah. So the exciting announcement that I teased at the beginning of this was that you are going to be our new co-host. So you and I are going to run this podcast together. And, and I think that in and of itself is testament of what sports challenge and the relationships that sports challenge and strive beyond create is so profound for people that you want to come back and do it every month.
1: (laughs) Oh yes. Oh yes. Without a doubt. And you know, kind of, um, so I guess I'll talk a little bit about my journey here. I just graduated from Penn State, as you've alluded to, and um, during the pandemic, of course. And so I was kind of just like taking time off and just as looking for a job as well as looking for a job. And I was like, you know what? I have a home in Strive. Let me reach out to somebody and let me see if they want to have a position for me or I can do something that I love and I can help them out, which is podcasting. And so here we are.
0: (laughs) So excited to have you. I I can't wait for our listeners to continue to get to know you the way I've been getting to know you. It's just, I think this is going to be a really great process. And and I love hearing your transition story of coming back to Strive and coming home. I mean, we have Bell, our new president, who is coming home to Strive after being away from us for a little bit, but not always really away. Um, And I think it's just for all of our listeners, like, you will always have a home at Strive and we will always be eager to not only invite old friends, but also invite new friends. So I love combining sports challenges, Strive with the workshops that we're doing today. It's just so fun to hear the same story throughout of that inclusion of that feeling of home.
1: Exactly. Exactly. And you know, like I said, we would love to get more alumni up here and (laughs) continue this great conversation and memories. And I think that's, So I was also looking through the photos that would have been taken um, during my time at Sports Challenge. Yeah. Even though some were so blurry and I couldn't even make out like the face or anything like that. I was just so glad that they even felt the need to put that up because honestly, I could pick out things and I would, I was remembering things, you know, we're getting old. Like, we're not like dirt or nothing, but we're getting older and, you know, we don't really process everything. So photos are so important. And just seeing those blurry photos was just, you couldn't even, you couldn't, I couldn't even imagine if, like, I didn't have those photos. Yeah. And so I was very thankful for that. And for, again, this opportunity to be with you on this podcast, because, you know, this is what I love. I love Strive. We love sports and yeah. we love leadership.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm excited to learn from you. I have a lot to learn from you in the podcasting world and beyond. So I, I mean, you already helped me with my mic setup. People can't see me right now, but I am sitting on the floor of a gym in our office. So clearly I have a lot to learn about recording setup, et cetera. So, so happy to have you on board. Can you tell me more about like your transition from college, graduating in a pandemic? Like, tell me about that.
1: Oh, yeah so I mean up till recently when I got um up till recently I've just been a handyman and just literally doing whatever people needed and making money that way not necessarily saying I needed the money but like just to get out my just get out the house yeah. and to like just experience things so like I helped my uh one of my best friends build a room in the patio that he that uh, he in the house that he's living in um, his parents wanted a patio uh another room so we painted put floors in insulated all that I never would have done that just on the regular so that was really cool I started doing some yard work for people as well like cutting hedges and things and I'm like yeah. they're like hey you, can you cut my hedges and I'm like I don't know how to do that but I guess I'll, I'll figure learn. it out I'll <laughs> learn you're going to put some bread in my pocket I don't <laughs> and so and so like just doing those things, learning about myself and, and being able to have time to myself yeah. was, is very important and knowing that. And in, in the future, being able to make those times for myself is very important as well. And I think Strive also had a part to play in that as well, because during the workshops we did at night or um, during during the course of the day, they would talk about self-care. One of the many values we learned uh, for all your alumni, (laughs) self-care is very important. And and that was really evident in my, uh, this past summer after I graduated. And just knowing that to take care of myself is one of the better things you can do in life.
0: Yeah, and it's not easy. I was just talking with a friend about like, there is a really nice version of self-care that I think social media portrays of like, take a bubble bath and like do that. And like, that's great. And it super helps. And sometimes self-care is like setting boundaries or self-care is getting yourself up out of bed on a day that you really don't want to and go trim hedges or whatever it may be. And so I love that you have taken all of the different forms and, and embraced that.
1: Exactly. Or eating a tub of ice cream, you know. <laughs> I'll be
0: honest. That is my self-care sometimes.
1: <laughs> you got to do it. It's very important. Very important.
0: It's very important. It's just yes anding that and also doing the hard work sometimes too. Yeah. I mean, my heart certainly goes out to all of the people that were going through huge transitions in their life in the midst of quarantine. And managing what is already challenging, a transition isn't already challenging. And now you throw in absolutely, and I know that this word is like so overused now, but like you're managing unprecedented times. You're trying to figure this out in a time that's already unprecedented for you. It's already a new challenge. It's already new. So I'm glad to hear that Strive and Sports Challenge taught you some things to to help you get through that.
1: For sure, for sure. I mean a lot of people do need the, that lesson because it's important so uh yeah that's literally 100 important self-care
0: yeah and it, I mean it's super great to hear too that you are taking a big next step in your career you shared with me that you are going to be the community engagement specialist at an organization that's supporting refugees and giving them resources and services to ensure that they're okay and are able to get on their feet can you tell me more about that work?
1: Yeah, I tell you more about it when I learn more about it myself. (laughs) Jokes, jokes, jokes. Um, (laughs) But um, basically, uh, it's called Bethany. And it's a Christian service. And like you said, I will be going to organizations and trying to get people to sponsor, whether it be with money or housing or clothing in that respect for refugees. Uh, Right now, the main program that's going on is the Afghan refugee program. Mm-hmm. and but there's all other sorts of programs for refugees as well so I'm excited to really dive into that because I graduated in the College of Communication Broadcast Journalism and that's one of the things that I can say is to my being is helping people yeah. and so that aspect of being able to provide for not necessarily provide but help a family get to where they need to be is going to be fulfilling and a lot of the time, people are out here not doing fulfilling things, and yeah. that's why people hate their jobs or hate their jobs, Sorry, um, hate their jobs um, and aren't really living a fulfilled life. And so that fulfillment, to me, along with the Strive podcast, is what's going to keep me going.
0: Yeah, and
1: it's important to find things that keep you going in life. Yeah,
0: one hundred percent. That that speaks to me. I have made a lot of different, maybe not career changes, but I've had a unique kind of path to where I am now. And I am grateful to say that I have always tried to prioritize fulfillment and like being able to go to sleep at night. Um, it is great to get a paycheck. It is great to do your work and put your head down and just go on with the day, but there needs to be a why, um, there needs to be a, why am I doing this? And why does it matter? And why is it important as an empathetic person? Why is it important to people around me in addition to, to just me? And it sounds like you are similar in that you care about the people around you as well as your own well-being.
1: Mm-hmm. For sure I do, you know, uh, love everybody. It's a blessing
0: out. and a curse sometimes. Sometimes it's not so great to, to care so much.
1: Good Lord. Cause people try to take advantage of your kindness and that oh my word, yeah, that, but you know, uh, just got to watch yourself, watch out for yourself too, so.
0: Have you always played that role of maybe not caretaker, but kind of a, a shoulder to lean on, a listener, or is that something you developed over time?
1: Um, I will say personally, I think I've always been kind of like that, uh, just like if anybody needed help and I was able to help, whether that be like anything that I've had personally or just my time or just my two ears, because Strive very much instilled listening concepts into us. I'm looking through the pictures again, we were learning about active listening and like, what does that look like and how do you do it? And I've known what active listening was beforehand, but that was one of the things that everybody, every single human being can strive to always improve in their active listening. And but coming back to basically me, I would say personally, I have been one of those people that try to try to help everybody, whether it be giving them a dollar or two, whether it be going into the Seven uh, Eleven and getting them a donut, a hamburger, whatever they need to eat, or if it is me, you know, picking up uh, picking up a shift because I also did some service work when I was in. Um, Penn State, working at the Nini Line Inn, shout out to all my Penn Staters, We are. Mm-hmm. Um, so just things, things of that nature, just being able to give people my time. And some people take advantage of that, straight up, because I've had co-workers who want me to pick up a shift, but yet then they're out there partying. So it's like, wow, okay. I mean, yeah, I guess I can make this money. Uh, that you didn't want which is cool and all but (laughs) at the same time you know I could have been studying
0: yeah yeah 100 percent so i appreciate the fact that penn staters always have a way of letting everybody know that they went to penn state when we logged into our call you've got your whole penn state background i appreciate it now as our official new co-host what other things in addition to you being a penn stater should people know about you what should our listeners know
1: oh man i love anime anime is i was showing you earlier my funko pop collection I just started a Funko Pop collection. If you don't know what they are, they literally have pretty much everybody, like every celebrity in a Funko Pop, and they're like these little cute doll things, Um, but I've been into like the Marvel ones, and so I got, definitely have Spider-Man, I have Iron Man uh, snapping his finger at the end of uh, Endgame, and I have some Avatar and Star Wars one, and Dragon Ball Z, oh I have have Goku going I have Super Saiyan Goku in a in like a diamond encrusted and the black green lantern I forget his name it's like John or something but
0: yeah I'm new new to that world so along with our many of our listeners perhaps I'm being I'm learning this I'm I'm learning something new this is how I feel when I go into facilitate first drive and like the high schoolers teach me like what's cool now because like I didn't think I was that old, but apparently I am. So I appreciate you keeping me cool.
1: Of course, of course. I mean, they have like they have like Ben Simmons as a Funko, Allen Iverson is the Funko Pop, all right. Obama as a Funko Pop. They have everything. They got everybody. <laughs> Not everybody. Like I said, they got everybody. So like that, I love I love that type of stuff. Um, oh, I'm an all around athlete. Yes. Nice.
0: Like,
1: I, I, except when it comes to ice hockey. Okay. <laughs> No, you can keep that.
0: <laughs> Is the skates the limiting factor, or was the limiting factor there? Oh,
1: for sure, the skates. Yeah. It's just, I don't think I've ever been good at like that type of balance. That's
0: fair. Not,
1: maybe not. Maybe because I don't really like try to be good at it either. I'm pretty sure. Give me a month.
0: Give me. You a don't frequently month. find yourself on the ice rink.
1: No, I will. <laughs> man, I wish somebody would come up. Never mind. Let me not. Let me not go that far. But. <laughs> um roller skates we can roller skate roll bounce
0: all right
1: <laughs> um uh rowan oh we can get the roll like like you know what's that nba player uh anthony edwards like he said he's an all-around athlete i'm an all-around athlete
0: all-around athlete i that. like that so right. do you think let's say like obviously we have not had sports challenge in the past two years given the pandemic etc um gonna bring it back sports challenge is coming back um could you compete in other sports? Oh, yes.
1: You know dodgeball? You know the dodgeball game you had? Whoa, well, whoa. Well, you didn't go. So I know. Go. We I had a dodgeball game. Oh, my arm, because I played baseball. I mean, I almost went to Shippensburg for baseball, too. It's like, boom. The, <laughs> listen, dodgeball. Mm, mm. Can we, can we, like, you think Strive would do, like, an alumni well that's what alumni do for no me. what
0: like whatever you're gonna say yes because that has been a huge push for us right now is we want to get our sports challenge alum back together we want to do it safely but we know that sense of community was so important to all of you guys and we hate that like the virtual world just hasn't really been able to replicate the in-person but now that some restrictions are are limiting like would love to have something and would love to hear your thoughts And any other sports challenge alum that are listening on like what do you want to do how can we get back together we want to see you guys we want to build community so dodgeball i'm all the way in any other ideas we're all the way in
1: right um you know it's just real hard one because when they have a sign up or at least when they had me sign up i use my my high school email that that's and that's yeah. been inactive for the last six years so like People who are signing up—it's hard to keep up tabs with alumni. No,
0: nah, that makes sense. And then
1: social media wasn't really prevalent. Like, yeah, we had we had Twitter. It's like Snapchat was just a thing, and I still had an Android, so I was afraid to use that because everybody was going to call me using security footage, and I we were, I wasn't about that life, you know. So <laughs> it, it it was hard. And now that like the the uh, social media realm is so prevalent, it would be. I don't want to say easier, but like it would be more, more alumni able to connect and gravitate back to. So, um, in the future, when a regular sports challenge can resume, I can definitely, I definitely see um, a lot of things happening. Because like I had my first year, I had a roommate from uh, where was he? Somewhere in Asia, or and I was like, wow,
0: yeah, that's so cool. Are you able to stay in touch?
1: No, see, like I said, the phone it was it now. was a whole insecurity thing, but uh, it's okay we're we're over it now,
0: no, it makes I mean, I one hundred percent get it, and like we want to be able to get everyone back together. I have been on the receiving end of multiple like message not received emails because we have so many people's emails from high school, from college that are just outdated. Now, I would say I will definitely put in my own plug of like, please follow us on social media. We're at how you lead matters without the Y and the O, just the U. Um, there's a lot of stuff on there watch our stories because we have things and opportunities for you all to get together to come have your voices heard on how we can build sports challenge back up um so yeah we we want to hear from you guys and and if you want to shoot me a dm on instagram just saying like this is my new email you will be bombarded with emails from us that is my job so <laughs> that would be great
1: i bet a lot of people like like some emails that you do get from Strive, you just be like, all right, let me just delete this, or let me just give it a quick glance, yeah, some things things are definitely worth checking out, and especially the email contact, because when we're in your city, Chicago, D.C., DMV, Philly, you're probably going to want to connect if you have that time, and that's the other thing, we're all adults now, so like, The time is, time is very precious to us, a lot of us. And some of us only get the weekends off or specific days, but being able to plan ahead. And that's what STRIVE I think is really trying to, and has been trying to do is being able to plan ahead so that in the future, when an event comes your way that you are able to connect and you are able to be around people who've been through the same same trials that you have been at Sports Challenge, so. Connect with us, y'all.
0: Yeah, I mean, you wrapped it up better than I could. That's why you're our co-host. <laughs> is there anything else you want to say before we close out for today? <sighs> it's cool though. This is my first like wrap up that I've been able to do where it's going to be like, and I'll see you next month.
1: <laughs> right. Oh, you know, I wanted to ask you. I had a question. I'm sorry. Yes. Um. Uh. So you've been doing this podcast now for what is this? This is like. fourth month maybe fourth
0: yeah I think this is the episode seven so like almost seven months
1: exactly so like what are some of the big things you've learned
0: the way I feel coming home to strive is how so many other people felt coming home to sports challenge or coming home to a Strive workshop and I just think that there is this magic in what we do um intentionally so um that that I feel that you feel that everybody that is able to witness a program, workshop, et cetera, feels. And so it's been really comforting to know that that's a unifying factor for us all. I mean, I learned something new from a guest every every month. Uh, so I love it.
1: Mm-hmm, exactly. If you haven't listened to the last episode, please, please listen to it. Even though what, it was like 54 minutes or something like that.
0: Yeah, it was one of our longer ones.
1: It was so good though. I mean, you had two guests too, so like, yeah. yeah gonna be that long it's, yeah, it's awesome. it was so good even if you like i don't know just go to a random segment i have and i have ankle problems now as i've developed in my uh sports career you gotta
0: take your, was,
1: shoes was, off. To take your shoes off gotta take your shoes off my aunt always told me like yo take your shoes off just like not even because you know you're tracking dirt inside the house but like <laughs>
0: yeah maybe that's like a whole new addition to it like people just thought it was like cleanliness like I'm definitely a shoes off at the door kind of person but I didn't realize I was also helping I sprained my ankle right when I stopped playing soccer like at the collegiate level and graduated like got old and started hurting myself and so now I gotta not wear shoes so much so that I can build up all that stuff
1: oh yeah no I'm in recovery I hurt my ankle about like three four weeks ago (laughs) man let me tell you I'm just watching like my friends play basketball without me. Cause I still go and support them paying expensive pay.
0: <laughs> I'm so sorry. That's rough. All right. Well, Jared, I appreciate you so much and we will both be back on next month. And like Jared said, if you haven't listened to our previous episodes, please give this a listen and super, super happy. I got to have you on today.
1: Yes. Thank you all. Uh, stay safe out there and tune in next time
0: and thank you to everyone who tuned in today how you lead matters podcast comes out on a
1: monthly basis
0: and if you are looking for more content where should they look Jared? you can follow us on all socials at how you
1: lead matters or email us today to schedule your own strive workshop
0: talk to you next month peace